Sam, um, this little group of coins here has just come in from a finder from Surrey. Uh, I wonder whether you'd um, have a look at them and we'll see if we can sort them out. Well, they look mostly to be 4th century. In fact, actually, these look mostly to be Valentinianic. 330 to 335 for two standards and 335 to 340 for one standard, but horrible. Well, this is a group of coins um, found in Hampshire by a metal detectorist over a period of years. Um, the site is in a, a valley bottom. Uh, once I've gone through all the coins, so we've identified them, then all the coins will be returned to the uh, finder. I'm doing some PhD research um, using the Portal Antiquity Scheme database to look at Roman coin use and loss in Britain. And this is going to be a particular site of interest to me because I'm interested in Roman um, religion and votive deposits in rural areas. One or more silver or gold coins or other objects are treasure. And if you have ten or more coins which are made of copper or base metal found together, as a group, they also constitute treasure. It's basically more than 10% gold or silver and more than 300 years old. For um, treasure objects as opposed to coins, there only has to be one object that's more than 10% gold or silver, unless it's prehistoric metalwork when there has to be two objects from the same fine spot or more. And the work that Philip has been doing does show how these coins here, which are really at the bottom end of the scale as far as condition goes, they are horrible. Actually, when we analyse them statistically, give us some really quite important uh, data about Roman Britain. And if we look at the map here, you can see that in Hampshire and in Wiltshire, you have this large peak in period 19, which is at the end of the Roman period here. In Surrey, it's nothing like as large. And what the coin finds are suggesting to us already is that this part of England in the late Roman period is declining rapidly, whereas the West Country and East Anglia are still going, going much stronger. And so the data we're getting from coin finds from detectorists is beginning to produce a very different picture from the data that archaeologists had excavated. And the main reason for this is that archaeologists excavated in towns and in forts and in a number of villas. Detectorists are getting coins from the rural areas, and the rural areas are the crucially important areas in the scheme, because these are places which have never been excavated by, by archaeologists, and these are areas where all this new material is giving us very different profiles for coin loss in Britain. With the PAS database, uh, our database manager, Dan Pett, can produce a map in five minutes. And so that also is enabling researchers to access the information much more easily. Uh, it is a breakthrough. Uh, I would go as far as saying that the data coming from the Portal Antiquity Scheme is one of the top four or five breakthroughs in archaeology in the last 50 years. When we receive coins in the British Museum, if or any other treasure items, one of the first things we do is we have a conservation check on the material. Then when they've been conserved, they come back to the curators who will then identify them, catalogue them and prepare a report. And that report goes to the coroner and it also goes to the Treasure Evaluation Committee. Most of the work that we do is aimed at metal detectorists. Um, they find the bulk of the material 
Um, in my case in Surrey, probably 98%. It's a question of going along to their clubs on a regular basis, um, getting to know individuals, getting friendly with them, trying to encourage them to allow me to take the fines away, to identify them, to record them, put them on the database ultimately, um, and, and, and give them back. And um, one of the important parts of the job is to get those identifications correct, um, which is where Sam comes in as an advisor. In some areas there aren't so many metal detectors, particularly in areas like the northwest. Mm -hmm. um, and therefore the fines liaison officer Dot Bruns there works a lot more with children and local museums to try and get people who find things in their back gardens or out walking the dog to come in and bring their fines for recording. In some parts of the country um, FLOs do more outreach work with children and in other parts of the country they do more outreach work with adults. It really depends on what's going to work in the area the FLO is working in. Every single part of the country is very, very different. And this outreach work is the one thing that's really underpinning the success of the Portable Antiquities Scheme because what we're doing is absolutely innovative. We're taking the museum out into the community um, and we're involving people that often haven't been involved in the museum in the past or haven't had a chance to access archaeology.